You're listening to Mature Allure. Here, we chat about self-care, relationships, careers, and all the things living a mature life includes. I'm your host, Sherry O. Welcome. Bridget, how are you? How are you? It's so good to I'm see good. you, sweetheart. You're looking gorgeous, as always. Thank you. So are you. Welcome back to Mature Allure. Thank you for coming back. I see you guys been doing awesome things. I see you guys growing and having awesome people on. It's an honor to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you. The last time we had you on was the beginning of this year, 2023, in January. And we had you talking about how to have a successful 2023. Well, we are now into the first week in June, six months into the year. I just want to follow up with you to see, you know, just to chat about where people are. I mean, I think the year for us, for Mature Allure, has been going pretty good, Mm -hmm. you know, just working hard and doing what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But just kind of want to sit down, chat with you six months in and just see if you have any advice, follow up advice that people should be thinking about because I'm sure people have long forgotten about resolutions. Oh my gosh, you know, I even forgot about some of mine until I checked, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot, you know, but I still got time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the reason why you guys are doing so great is because you have been intentional. You have been very intentional with your time. You have a goal, you have an intention and you keep going forward. So having that vision and intention, that's really what counts. Because you know a lot of people set goals just for the reason just to set goals. If yeah. you're not really uh, invested in it and don't really have a strong why and not really have a reason of where you want to see yourself, the goal of where you want to see yourself in the future, it's going to be hard to stick to whatever goal you set for yourself. But if you're very intentional, a lot of stuff can happen in a short period of time where you look back and go like, wow, I was there just half a year ago? What the heck? Yeah. but okay well then that brings up a good point what if how do you get back on track if you haven't been intentional or your intentions were what they were in the beginning and you just kind of how do you get back on track well for one you need to stop beating yourself up because you lose time beating yourself up and there's a whole bunch of negativity about beating yourself up and what that does it it just drains your energy and it kind of also gives you the feeling like I'm a failure. I cannot do this. I'll let myself down. So first thing is forgiveness. Give yourself some grace. Okay. And um, then set your intention. Really be intentional with what you want, why you want it, how you're going to get there. And sometimes all the steps may not be clear to you. You just take one step at a time, one day at a time. But every step that you take is a step forward. So, you know, that's also yeah. something people set these big goals and they start walking towards it and then they don't reach it as quick as they think they should or they compare themselves to other people, even though their journey mm-hmm. in their life is not the same. And, you know, that's that's holding you back. So that's the main thing. Well, you mentioned not beating yourself up. I've seen on social, well, you're, you're talking about self-love. Can you, I know it's so, it's so important. Can you just share a little bit about of that with us? So with coaching, right? 
so many people beat themselves up every freaking day. You know how many people are given the exercise to look in the mirror and, and say beautiful things about themselves or what they like about themselves? You know how many people bust down in tears? Wow. It's like they can't look at themselves and go like, wow, you're beautiful. Or I really love your eyes. Or you are a strong person. Or I love how you stand a lot. You know, to just say nice things about themselves is is very limiting. And if you don't love yourself, right, you're not going to live life actually right for you. You're not going to make the decisions that are good for you. You're not going to take care of your health like you should. Um, your emotions are going to be off, your energy is off, and you can't even give to other people. So that's another yeah. thing. A lot of people think that when you love yourself, when you put the focus on yourself and put love on yourself, that it's selfish. But truthfully, without loving yourself fully, you cannot be the person, the best person that you, that you need to be for the people around you and for the people that you love. And, you know, how are, go- how are you going to show your partners um, how valuable they are if you don't even love yourself? There, there's a disconnect there. Well, what are, if people are having a hard time with self-love or just starting, what are baby steps or like, a, is what's a starting point to start loving yourself or showing yourself some love? You know, that starting point is very different for different people. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's, um, <laughs> gosh, I've... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm thinking back at some of the some of the people that I've coached through this, and um, yeah, it's a little emotional sometimes. So some people, it really just starts with doing nice things for themselves, like eating a good meal. Some people, you can't even start on that emotional journey because the wounds are so deep. Some people, you just have to go through physical steps in order for them to move forward, to get into the forward movement. And it may be something as simple as decluttering your space. Mm -hmm. It may be something as simple as making sure that you eat a good meal and drink enough water to get them these physical steps of moving forward and where they feel like, okay, yes, I can do this. I am worthy because I took a step forward. It's, it may be, it may be, um, that deep for other people. It's just, you know, like, Hey, you know, do that mirror exercise. Say that you love yourself. Let's work on your boundaries. Let's, let's work on you going to the gym and, you know, loving your body the way it is. Um, yeah. Self forgiveness is huge too. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody yeah. has stuff in the closet. That's just the truth. And a lot of times we, we magnify those things and not thinking about all the good things that we did. Ooh, that's a good point. So even a, just even gratitude, I guess, too, might be a place to start. I don't sometimes I think about that where I'm like, OK, all the things that are going on that I think are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that I'm just concentrating on and then I have to flip it and say, OK. Yeah, that's really kind of petty compared to all the things that yeah. are good Absolutely. for you to be thankful for. Absolutely. So, so as far as you said, flip it, right? You have ever heard yeah. that saying like uh, energy flows where attention goes? 
So wherever you put your attention on, that's where your energy flows through. So when you said flip it, that's actually a beautiful way to kind of switch your attention from something negative to something positive, right? So if you... If you're stuck in a negative experience or thought or emotion, right, it might be hard to from there think positive right away or flip that emotion, but you can make an easy flip with even if you're stuck in a negative emotion to just refocus. And you may, it may be something like, wow, the sun is shining brightly today or wow, the grass is really green or wow, this juice is, you know, very tasty or I'm happy that I have a glass of water to slowly start switching Switching up, like switch, mm. just like you said. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is. And now, but it's okay. So how? I don't know. I I catch myself and then flip. Yeah. But sometimes you can get so caught in and stuck in it. Yeah. Is there a way to be aware? That you're stuck in this? Because I sometimes people you may not be aware. You know what I mean? Or how do you how do you flip? Is that is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. But it starts with the awareness. Without the awareness, nothing can happen. So without you really checking in with your own thoughts, because it really is your thoughts that create your emotions, not the other way around. So if you don't like the way you feel, you got to change the way you think. So that's why that flip comes in again, like what you focus on. So um, it's totally possible, but you have to have an awareness to kind of catch yourself and go like, "Uh uh-uh, no, we're not going to do that today. I'm not going to think that negative thought. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. We are going to focus on some positive things. You know, sometimes there are situations where you do have to think about them. It may be kind of negative, but then be realistic about it. Like, what is really my responsibility in it? And what am I able to change? And then you may even say, you know what? I really need to think about that, but I don't want to dwell on this all day. I'm going to get a piece of paper. I'm going to set a timer for, you know, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, however big the subject is. And I'm going to you know, work on this, write it down, put it all on a piece of paper. Paper helps, you know, gives you some organization in the chaos. And it also makes you feel like it's out of your mind. You do a brain dump. And after that, you say, okay, I spent my 30 minutes. The timer went off. I put it all here on paper. It's time to flip that switch. Mmm, that's good. That's good. Hadn't thought of that. Like you said, kind of like a brain dump. Yeah, brain dumps are beautiful. Because, you know, even, you know, you ever have that at night where your brain is just running in circles and you have a problem going to sleep? Get a piece of paper and start just writing it down. Don't even try to organize anything or make sense or make it pretty. Just dump it on a piece of paper and, you know, go to sleep. Yeah. And then kind of revisit it and maybe you have a whole other way of thinking when you do, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then is that getting back to the whole resolutions for the year and trying to get back on track if you're not on track? Mm -hmm. Would that be a way to kind of, like you said, write it down, maybe write down where you went off. I don't want to say off the rails, but, you know, where you kind of 
that. But you also <laughs> got to reevaluate life. Is, is what was important for you half a year ago still important for you right now? You know, sometimes mm. life changed. Yeah. So may have gotten easier and more difficult. Your focus may have changed. So the thing is that you have the prerogative to change your life. You know, like we talked about last time, anytime you want, you can draw a line in the sand and say, this is the direction I'm going in. So it's the same with half of the year. Okay, you have not met your goal, but is that goal really still important to you? Or do you want something else? Or do you just have to reevaluate, you know, how far you're going to get in that? That that brings up a good question because we make resolutions at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But like you said, if here we're at the six month mark and you Mm reevaluate, maybe that's a better thing to do. Maybe quarterly, Mm -hmm. half of the year, kind of reevaluate when you're thinking about that you've gotten uh, you know, off track or change things instead of being so hard on yourself at the beginning of the year to have this fantastic year. Mm-hmm. And also like, you know, you mentioned reevaluating yourself periodically. That also gives you a chance to adjust throughout the year before, you know, you know what it's like January, 2024. And you go like, Oh my God, I didn't meet last year's resolutions. Okay, let's try again. But you know, you kind of lose faith in yourself if you keep making goals that you do not meet. So it would be good to set some smaller goals, set something that's a little bit easier, and um, you know, reevaluate. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of, and sometimes you just forget. <laughs> you know, you just stop doing it. And you're like, wait. Then it comes the next year comes around. You're like, ah, it's on the list again. You know, but you gotta ask yourself if you forget. Was it really that important to you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Or is it more because you know your sister said this is what we're gonna do? So yeah, like yeah, okay, I make that my resolution too. You know, and the thing is, you have to have goals in life, right? That's how you are intentional. But there are quite some people that do not have goals in life that don't really know where they want to go. And that's like your ship in the ocean and you don't really, you're just floating around. You don't have a destination. So you can never reach a destination. So it's it's important for everybody to just evaluate, like what do I really want out of life? What's important to me? And a lot of people don't stand still. They just make resolutions and it's just, you know, because that's what everybody does instead of, You know, let me take control of my life. Let me design my life. Let me be intentional about my life. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, because I don't think people use intentional really in dialogue. It's like, oh, I'm going to intentionally do this or I'm intentional in this. So I hear you keep saying intentional. What do people, how should they understand what that means? And what are the steps they need to take? If that's like, you understand what I'm saying? What are the steps they need to take to be intentional or how to think to be intentional? Yeah. So starting with, with what you want out of life. So a lot of people don't really know. So you, you got to be able to use your imagination a little bit or go back into like, what did I want 20 years ago? And where am I now? Are those things so important for me? And if they are, how did I drift away? How do I come back to that? Um, for most people, what was important 20 years ago is not that important anymore. 
It really yeah. is not. But there may still be some dreams that you had or how you thought your life would turn out. You know, you may have wanted to start a business or you may have, you know, wanting to do a certain sport. So reach, write a book. I, I don't know. So being intentional about it is really just setting a goal, looking at what steps you need to take and start truly start taking those steps instead of, you know, letting it kind of flow in the wind. Like I want to write, for example, yeah, I want to write a book. Okay, you want to write a book. Well, what are your steps? How intentional are you? Are you taking a class on how to write a book? Are you taking a course? Are you reading a book on how to write a book? Are you actually, <laughs> you know, starting to write? What are you doing? You know, intentionality has to do with if you're focusing on it. Mm. So how, uh, you know, depends on what your goal is, but writing things down on paper really makes a difference. Writing it down. Mm. Something about writing it down it actually makes it a little bit more concrete. And the funny thing is yeah. there's something about pen and paper with writing it down that makes it more concrete. It does something different to your brain than putting it in a computer. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I know that like around my desk, I have things that flow into my head or stuff I want to remember just written down everywhere, all over the place. And it may seem chaotic and it may... I, I remember I worked for someone once and they said to me, and I've always done this. They came to my desk and I had stuff all over with little notes just written everywhere. They're like, I don't know if you're genius or crazy because of all these things. But I know that when I need to come back to what I'm coming back to, it's here. Uh -huh. And I know where it is. And it's like, it's reminders. It's almost, it's a calendar. Yeah. It's a journal. My desk has, it's everything. Calendar, journal, reminders, everything on my desk and I could write it down and put it in the computer or I could put it in my phone, but I don't know. It's just something about it being written yeah. paper, pencil, paper, pen. Yep. I know it's there. I love my sticky notes. I have to have my sticky notes, sticky notes, scratch paper. I have just oh, everywhere envelopes. <laughs> And I'm like, no, no. If my husband touches my desk, no, 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 no. You need to clean. No, 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 no. no. I know exactly yeah. where things are too. You know, I got my sticky notes and stuff around me. It's like, is there? There's yep. something inspirational about looking around and seeing those little things floating around. It's like, oh yeah, that. You know, yeah. yeah. Or a little yep. quote that I that, that I seen or think about. It's sticky note right there. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about quotes? Because I know that you do. You bring in, you brought that up. How important are they? How important? I mean, sometimes I see a quote and it just touches me and I'm like, yes. But I, I feel like I should do more of that. Focus a little bit more on finding those positive quotes or those quotes that move me. Yeah, it's an inspiration is important. You know, something that uplifts you. They're, they're, perfect apps for that that give you you know your daily quotes or a couple quotes a day um i, did, I forgot what which one i'm using but it actually is giving me little blurts throughout the day like i am mm -hmm. powerful or you are you know you are gifted or you are loved or you know it's just these little quotes and they just pop up randomly on my phone starting at 7 a.m until like you know 8 p.m 
And it's just, yeah. you know, I get them on my Apple Watch too, so if I'm busy, I'm like, ah. Oh. And it just resets your mind a little bit. So that's also another good way to get out of any negative thought if it if it is there possibly. But um, quotes, you know, different people respond different to them, but I love them. I love positive affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. Write something in the mirror with some lipstick or something. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, on the bathroom mirror, write, write a little bit. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I haven't tried that yet. I might try that. I don't know. Get an old lipstick that you're not using anymore. Or like yeah, you are sunshine. Of- you know, you wake up in the morning, you start brushing your teeth, you see that go out. Oh, yeah, okay. Next time we talk, Bridget, I am going to do that and see how long I keep that on my mirror. I don't know what what because you know I can't. It's it's it also to me. I would see that as decoration. It would be kind of cute, uh-huh. but you know because you see it in the movies or on a TV yeah. show. But I might try that. Yeah, hmm. just don't put it right in front of your face. You know, put a couple up there. <laughs> Stop on the side. So have a clear <laughs> view of you. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to come up with one. I like that you are sunshine. That's pretty cute. Yeah, come up with something that you really like and just keep it there for a little bit. You know, it's, yeah, Uh I have to, like, you know, like I got my sticky notes here. It's my little quote. This Mm -hmm. love is all there is. I am love. The universe always has my back and I am enough. Mm. You know, talking about sticky notes. That one's right here. (laughs) Right in front of computer and things. So, yeah, it's um, just a little reminder sometimes, you know, because your mind does play tricks on you. It does. What, um, before we end, what if someone is feeling an overwhelming sadness or not depression clinical? I don't mean that. I just mean a depression about, like you said, people are looking at other people's lives instead of focusing on their own, but like a depression about where they are in life or a sadness, something that's happened to them. How, what would be your advice on trying to get out of the, that funk? Sometimes you have to move through it, mm-hmm. depending on what it is, what the sadness is, you know, if it's, you broke off a relationship or somebody passed away or you lost your job. You know, sometimes you don't want to just cut that grieving process short because then it comes mm-hmm. back harder. So sometimes it's okay to be in a feeling like, hey, I've, I've experienced this and it hurts and give yourself some time to move through it. Um, and, you know, whenever you... The problem is when you get stuck in it too long. And what mm-hmm. is too long, you know? I've, um, I've been to the experience when my husband had passed away in 2005, and it was like half a year of just being stuck in it, just stuck. Mm-hmm. And until one point I was like, okay, that's enough. And it wasn't something from the outside that's it, that did something on the inside that said, okay, mm-hmm. this is enough. Um, but I think if you really experience sadness, even if it's not a clinical depression and it stays for mm-hmm. a period of time, I would definitely seek out counsel. Because you need to talk through it. You need to work through it. It's not something that you 
sometimes can just snap out of. You know, especially if it's yeah. sadness because of a serious life event. It's good to get counseling to talk through it. Um, and, you know, finding joy again in life after you have sadness like that sometimes feels unnatural too. And there may be guilt mm. associated with that. So, mm. you know, you need some help moving, moving through that. Um, on the other flip end of that, sometimes that sadness is because of the emptiness. People have an emptiness inside them because they don't feel fulfilled. Um, and the best thing that people can do to get over some of that feeling of sadness is helping other people, be there for others, mm. you know? Yeah. And if you don't want to talk to too many people, go to the animal shelter and, you know, go walk some dogs. It's go out. Dogs always make you feel better. They do. Yeah. Animals do in general, you know? Yeah. yeah. Get out in yeah. nature. Find find some little things that give you joy. Even if it's, you know, for some people it's gardening. For other people it's being out in nature, reading a book. I think the worst thing that you can do when you feel that sadness is to, um, to just hide away and sit in front of the TV. Because, you know, that way you're not really dealing with it and you're not doing anything positive in your life. And, yeah. But, you know, that deep sadness is, is a hard thing to deal with. But little, little bits of joy will help. You know? Mm-hmm. Even cooking a good meal. Find, you know. So when I, when I encounter people like that, it's like trying to find a few little things that make them tick. Yeah. Like, what is it? You know, is it your grandbabies? Okay. You know, do you, you don't see him enough? Put some more pictures up. You know, get on FaceTime. Yeah. Invite them mm-hmm. over. Take action, you know. Take action. Mm-hmm. Taking action. A lot of people don't. You know, they depend on other people to do things for them or to change things for them, but you really are in charge of your own happiness. Nobody else is. So if you want to feel better, it's you that's going to have to take action. Hmm. Wow. Well, Dr. Bridget Henry, this has been awesome catching up. Well, that's funny, lady. <laughs> talking to you again, I'm going to have to follow up with you probably at the end of the year, not to talk about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> But just to talk about, you know, yeah. resolutions, yeah. just to talk about the year as a whole, follow up with you with about mature lore, then follow up with you about you and how your year went and your year and your son, you know, all of that, just to kind of chat where you tell us a little bit about the doctor, the life coach. Okay. Plan. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, that sounds like fun too, because, you know, it's a lot of things that I coach on are things that I'm going through too sometimes, or things that Mm -hmm. I'm working through. I'm just a few steps ahead. Yeah, and we can kind of catch up with each other and see, and I will definitely let you know, I'm going to put that lipstick on that mirror, see how long that lasts. It's a good thing my husband and I have two different mirrors, Um, you know, but yeah, I'm going to do that. And we'll follow up at the end of the year. Sounds good. When it's not too busy. There you go. We just got to make time, you know? 
Yeah. It's always busy. Yeah. Just go have some fun and do it. How about that? Exactly. I like that. Okay, girl. All right. All right, Dr. Bridget. I will talk to you. Send me a, mm-hmm. send me a picture of that uh, mirror quote. I want to see what you're buying uh, on a woman. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I have to think of the perfect quote for me that, that that's just me that I really like. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'll send you a pic. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mature Allure. For more information about us, visit matureallure.net and get social with us on Instagram and YouTube at mature.allure, Facebook at For Mature Allure, and Twitter at Mature underscore Allure. Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life, and always tap into your mature allure. It's my time.